Welcome to Free Flow Friday, powered by the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. I'm Dave DeBow, and I'm very excited to give you an over-the-shoulder learning experience around raising capital, as well as other tips, tricks, and strategies to help you on your real estate investing journey. So let's start. Let's discover together. All right. So tonight, welcome, everyone. Our focus is on getting referrals and testimonials. That's what it's really all about when it comes to our investor partners. How do we get referrals to their friends and their family members? And how do we get some kick butt testimonials? Who likes that idea? Give me a little thumbs up. If that's what you signed up for, that's what she is getting. That's what it's all about here tonight. I tell you what. Okay, good, good, good. Good to have you all here. So we're just going to do a quick little check-in reminder because some of you, it's been a little while since you've looked at the whole investor attraction process. If you guys remember the five-step investor attraction process, my money partner formula that I call it, is all about, you know, these simple steps. Now they're simple, but there's a lot of moving pieces involved here. So step number one, if you recall, is all about creating that target group of a couple of hundred prospective investors, people that we have a pre-existing relationship with, right? They know us, we know them, they like us, we like them. And we're hoping we can get them to trust us with their money. That's that's the big thing. So we got two out of the three taken care of. And then the next thing is we want to make sure that we, before we go charging in and saying, hey, here I am, I'm looking for some cash for my deals, that we break the ice first, right? That we have that, that connection, that warm-up campaign first. So that's step number one. Step number two, even though that warm-up campaign is not, oh, there you go, target, money, Say hi. Okay, <laughs> that's a pretty good diagram of it. All right, step number two, even though the warm-up campaign is not designed to start getting you calls and, and booking you meetings, quite often that actually happens. So we've got to be prepared in that case with an investor presentation. And just like Rob was talking about, I highly recommend that you have a slide deck presentation that you can show people either on your computer or over Zoom or on your tablet or what have you. It just makes things a lot simpler, okay? And that way, again, you meet in person. You know, once the whole COVID thing kind of passes its ugly rear, passes its ugly head, we can meet back in person or meet on Zoom. And we can do this one-on-one or in small group settings as well, okay? So that's what that's all about. And then, actually, can I ask for a favor here? Can somebody here be my assistant? Is anybody willing to, to be my assistant? Jen? All right, so Jen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you the co-host. And then if you see somebody coming and in the waiting room, can you let them in? That'd be okay. You know how to do that. It should pop up on your screen. So somebody's in the waiting room, and then you can let them in. And that way I can focus on, on the uh, presentation. Okay. So step one, target group reconnect. Step two, have our presentation ready to go, you know, educational presentation. And then step number three is all about the marketing. It's all about getting top of mind and staying top of mind with our prospective investors. And again, you guys, what we got to remember is that all of us here are weird and wonderful real estate nerds, which I say with love and affection, because that's that's right. That's what we are, right? But most people in our contact list are not, right? They're they're not real estate enthusiasts. So we got to remember not to overdo it and over-educate people, right? We don't want to overwhelm them with too much information. 
We want to keep it Reader's Digest level, which means that the average 13-year-old would understand it pretty simply, all right? And we want to make it as, as much as possible edutaining, a little bit educational, a little bit entertaining, so people enjoy getting it. And then what I'm recommending to you guys is ideally we should be touching base with people once a week. Ding, ding, ding. Once every week. That's not overwhelming. You guys all get way more than one email a week for me. And you're still around. So <laughs> it's it's one email a week, again, with that edutaining communication. And then step number four, we want to be seen as the authority in the eyes of our target group of prospective investors. You don't need to be a world-recognized real estate authority. You don't have to have a gazillion deals under your belt. Nothing like that. What we need is we need to be seen as a credible real estate expert in the eyes of those 200 people. That's it, right? That We need to be 100, 100 to 200 famous. That's all. Does that make sense, you guys? That's the authority we're looking for. So all sorts of different ways to do that. And then step number five, once we've got an investor or two on board or even beforehand, we can start getting referrals and testimonials and really start that snowball effect, right? Connecting with our investors' sphere of influence, borrowing on that credibility that they already have, borrowing on the relationship that they already have. So that's really what we're going to be focusing on today in our brainstorming meeting, okay? Okay, so what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the who, what, when, where, why, and how of referrals, rewarding for referrals, and then, so we're going to, first chunk is all about referrals. Second chunk, we're going to start talking about testimonials, right? Both are super, super important. All right, so what is a referral? Well, here's dictionary.com's definition. A person recommended to someone or for something. whoop de doo that doesn't help very much, all right? My definition is it's getting our investors or our prospective investors to get their friends, their family members, their associates, their cohort to meet with us and potentially invest with us. Make sense? So that's, from our standpoint, that's what we're looking for, okay? So why are referrals so powerful? Five big reasons, you guys, five big reasons. Number one, this is kind of cool. We actually have a higher likelihood of getting a yes from somebody who is referred to us from an existing investor than we do from a lot of the other people in our, in our contact list, in our database. And here's why, okay? Our investors know other people who are interested in investing. They're not gonna talk us up to just anybody. They're gonna refer us to somebody who has a good likelihood of being able to invest. The other reason is that we get to bypass that whole no like and trust factor. Okay, we get to piggyback on the no like and trust factor our investor has with their friend. So their friend comes to us or we're introduced to their friend. And let's say, I'm gonna pick two random people. I hope you're okay with this. Let's say we're talking about Sharon and Kevin. I'm just saying you guys, cause on my screen, you're very close together. All right, so we got Sharon, Sharon's my investor and Kevin is a friend of Sharon's, right? So Sharon's been investing with me She's happy with how things are going. And I've gone through the, the conversation with her about getting a referral and she has referred Kevin to me. I've gotten a warm introduction to Kevin. And now if what, I, what I'm doing with real estate makes sense to Kevin, there's a very good chance he will invest. 
And here's why. He knows Sharon. He likes Sharon. He trusts Sharon. And we're all looking for shortcuts. So by that relationship, if Sharon's saying, yeah, Dave's the guy, then I get to borrow that relationship. Does that make sense, you guys? It's just the ultimate shortcut to getting new investors that we don't have that pre-existing relationship with. All right. Now, much less expensive in time, effort, and money to get a referral than to get a brand new investor from scratch, right? It just is. I mean, think about it. To get a brand new investor from scratch, let's say we meet somebody at a networking event or meet somebody on LinkedIn and we start the conversation. Well, we have to build up that whole relationship, right? They have to build up the no factor, have to build up the like factor. Over time, have to build up that, that trust factor. It takes a long time. So this is a major shortcut and saves us a ton of time and money and effort, okay? Here's a cool one. I really wasn't, I didn't, never thought of this before until I started looking into this. Ian, good to see you, my friend. Welcome on board. Psychological advantages, right? So here's the thing, again, going back to Sharon and Kevin. Sharon's my investor. When she refers Kevin to me, she actually reaffirms her original decision that investing with me was a good idea, right? Because in the back of her mind, she's kind of thinking, well, I wouldn't be referring my friend Kevin to Dave unless I was already really happy with what was going on with Dave. Does that make sense, you guys? So it's kind of like a, a self-perpetuating type thing. It's going to encourage her to reinvest or to invest more just by the fact she has, she has referred Kevin to us. Does that make sense, you guys? That's kind of cool. Very cool. Okay. Here's another big one. It's an ego stroke, you guys. Big time ego stroke, right? So Sharon likes Kevin. And hopefully Sharon likes me. That's why she's referring me, right? So by referring me, she's doing Kevin a big favor, which makes her feel good. She's doing me a big favor, which makes her feel good too. So it's just an overall nice ego stroke. You follow along with me here? Are you guys catching what I'm throwing at you? Awesome. All right. Very good. And then last but not least, it sets expectations, right? So we go into, you guys, you might not be quite there yet, but once you've got a little bit of experience working with investors, right from the get-go, you can set these expectations. So let's say Gerard. So let's say Gerard's coming on board as a new investor. Gerard, great to have you, my friend. I'm really looking forward to working with you. And I tell you what, if things go according to plan and you're happy with how things go with your investment with me, we usually have our investor partners refer other people to us. That's how we grow our investor pool and we're able to share the wealth. So if you're happy with how everything goes, are you comfortable referring me to a, one or two of your associates or friends? Yes. There you go, right? So we set that expectation. We just put it out there right up front. Does that make sense, you guys? I know it's kind of a, a ballsy thing to do right off the get-go because we're all just, you know, if you haven't raised money before, it's all about, ooh, I don't want to scare them off. But actually, if you say that, it shows a lot of confidence in yourself. Would you agree? If I got the guts to say that to Gerard, Gerard's going, well, yeah, it makes sense. If I'm happy, why wouldn't I? Right? Okay, good stuff. All right, who should we be getting referrals from? Kind of the obvious and the not so obvious. So the obvious is if you got some investors on board already and they're happy and things are going along pretty well, those are the first people to talk to. Just makes sense. When you get somebody on board, and even if they haven't started investing with you, but let's say they've signed off on an expression of interest, right? They're in our bench of prospective investors. 
that's a good person that we can get referrals to other people for as well. Here's the counterintuitive one. Let's say you do a presentation with somebody. The presentation goes well. You know, everything, everything goes well, except it's just not a good fit for them right now for whatever reason, right? It's just, they like it. It all looks good. They're just, they're not ready to, to pull the trigger. But if the conversation went well, you can still turn that around. And let's say I was presenting to Kevin. I say, Kevin, okay, well, I can understand this isn't a good fit for you. Do you know anybody else who you think this might be a good fit for? And then I can get a referral, potentially get a referral from Kevin to somebody else just from him turning me down as an investor in this particular deal or this particular presentation. Does that make sense, you guys? Again, it's, it depends on how well things went, okay? So how to ask for referrals. Are you guys familiar with Dan Sullivan, strategic coach? Anybody heard of that? Yeah, good guy. In fact, I'm, I'm just signed up for strategic coach myself this year. Anyhow, he got together with a guy named Ben Hardy, mega time best-selling author, and they wrote this book, Who Not How, right? And one of Dan Sullivan's big things about all of his, his philosophy about business is to be easily referable. And don't take lightly what his suggestions are because it's really common sense, but how it's one of these things where common sense is not very common, right? And I know I've got weaknesses in some of these areas. We all do. We can all improve on them, but it's really quite simple when it comes down to it. It's show up on time, right? So be punctual. Do what you say you're going to do. When you say you're going to do it, that's kind of the punch show up on time part of things. Finish what you start and be polite. I mean, think about it. It's pretty basic, but don't take it lightly because it's very, very powerful. I mean, this these are the, the only four things you really need in order to be super referable. They really are. Show up on time, do what you say you're going to do, finish what you start, and be polite. Say please and thank you. Okay, so who's ready to learn? My take, again, you guys, I'm just showing you my take on how to get referrals. If you've got something that's working really well for you, just take what works for you and, and ignore the rest. If you haven't started doing this, maybe start with this, try it out, see how it feels for you as well, okay? So how to get referrals? Well, we kind of put this out there, like let people know that you're looking for and you appreciate referrals, but don't do it the realtor way. Nothing wrong with realtors. I'm not coming down hard on realtors, but you know what I mean. We really appreciate your referrals. You know, that's kind of on their calendars and all over the place. And it's just kind of white noise. We want to, we want to do it in a little bit more high impact fashion. So what I suggest you do is you start using case studies of people who referred you. Okay. You mention them, you give them recognition, you kind of Show what, what you're looking for and more people would do it, all right? And then again, we're going to use a lot more testimonials in our marketing. So let's say, let's, let's say I'm meeting with Rob and Rob, you're my investor, okay? And we're having our quarterly meeting and we're going over the numbers and I'm showing you where we're at with the project we're working on. And let's say things are going well and you're happy with things, this is this is how I bring it up, right? So let's say we just had that conversation. So Rob, how do you feel about how everything's going with our deal so far? So far, so good. You've been keeping me up to date on things. Uh, and how about the returns? You're pretty happy with that? Yeah, I am. 
Excellent. All right, Rob. Well, I'm glad you're, that you're happy. And we're always looking for other people that we can work with as investor partners. Do you know of anybody else who might be interested in these kind of real estate deals? Uh, sure, I do. All right. He's a, yeah, that's a that's a laid out. That's pretty easy. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. Usually it's not quite that fast. So that's why we got to, when, when, we, when we say that, we got to zip it for a little while, give Rob a chance to catch his thoughts and either, you know, a couple of different choices could be, Rob might say, well, no, I can't think of anybody right now, Dave, but I'll let you know if, if I do think of somebody or I might think of somebody, yeah, yeah. In which case we want to get a, a warm introduction or he might just kind of not know what to say, all right? So if he's not sure, then what we can do is we can leave some things behind. Let's say I'm meeting with Rob in person, right? So if it were me, I would probably leave Rob two or three copies of the book, right? Just makes sense. He has a few copies of the book. He can hand those out to people he knows, put my business card in with the book. He hands them out. That's a business card on steroids. You don't have a book, no problem. You can just leave your business cards. Does that make sense, you guys? Leave him something that he can he can hand on to somebody else, all right? Now, if Rob does say, hey, yeah, let's say, give me an example here, Rob. Let's say you got somebody off the top of your head that could be a good match. Let's just walk through that. So yeah, you, know, you might be interested in these kind of deals, Rob. Yeah, I have a realtor friend and an investor friend, Mike. Mike. He's a close friend awesome. of mine. All right, very good. So, Rob, it would be kind of weird if I just, you know, called Mike out of the blue, right? So right. if it's okay with you, could you make a phone introduction with me? Do you, do you think you might be reachable on the phone right now? Sure. All right. So what I would try to do is I'd try to get Rob to give Mike a quick call and just make a warm introduction right there. Does that make sense, you guys? All right. So Rob calls up Mike, has a little bit of banter. Hopefully, I'm not going to coach him or, or try to give him a script or anything, but hopefully he talks me up a little bit. And then he sees if, if Mike's interested in meeting with him and talking with me. And if Mike is, then I'll get on the phone with Mike. And here's the only thing I'm going to try and do on that conversation. I'm just going to see if Mike would like to have a meeting to see my presentation. I'm not going to try and sell Mike on investing with me right off the get-go. I'm just going to see if Mike is interested and having that conversation. Does that make sense, you guys? Thumbs up if we're following along here. Okay. And if, if you don't agree, you can say horse hooky, horse hooey, Debo. I don't believe you. All right. All right. Where and when to get these referrals. So if you can, in person would be ideal and after a positive experience. So in person or on Zoom and ideally after a positive experience. So this could be a number of situations, right? You've just done your presentation. I've just done my presentation with, let's say, Jen. And Jen says, yes, I'm in. I'm ready to sign off on the expression of interest. Great. Once we're done all of that, that would be a good time to ask for a referral. Right after I get a deal started with Jen, all right? He's excited. Things are going. They're up and running. There's, there's proof of concept. It's actually happening. Good time to ask. Better time, even, is when I give Jen his first payment, whatever that looks like. It's a cash flow payment, quarterly payment, monthly payment. Whatever that looks like, he's getting some money back from this investment. That's an exciting time, right? Because up until then, a little bit nervous, right? Is this really going to work? Is it really going to work? Then he starts seeing some 
some uh, return on his investment, that's a beautiful time to ask for it. Or when you cash out of a deal, right? We refinance or we sell the property. Jim gets all of his money back. Hopefully a nice chunk of change on top of that. Beautiful time to ask for referrals. Yeah, make sense, you guys? All right. Now, let me ask you this. Got a little bit of audience participation. What are your thoughts on offering a financial reward for somebody who refers an investor to us? What are your thoughts? No. No? Why not? Offer a gift instead. Offer a gift? Why? Because what would be the dollar amount? Would it really make that much of a difference in his life? Good question. Okay. Anybody else? You might insult him too. Anybody else have any thoughts? I would say yes, do it. Carolyn says, yeah, get, show me the money. Show me the money, Debo. <laughs> well, no, I would be giving the money, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does somebody who's referring an investor to you? Okay. Yeah, I think that, that, that would be a good incentive for them. Good and then incentive? maybe they would even refer more people. All right. I guess the question would be, how should we go about rewarding people? So Carolyn's saying, yes, a financial reward. Rob's saying, a reward, but perhaps in the form of a gift might be nicer. What What do you got? How How would we let people know about this? What are your thoughts about that? Oh. And I'll give you an example. So back in the day when I was doing rent-to-own deals, I was looking for, well, I was looking for investors, but I was also really looking for motivated property sellers. I was looking for prospective tenant buyers for my rent-to-own deals, right? So my business card at the time was really all about trying to find motivated sellers. So on the back of my card, I had $500 reward if you introduce me to someone who sells me their house. $500 cash, all right? Had that splashed all over the place. No problem with that. Would it be smart to do something similar for investors? $500 reward for an investor, $1,000 reward for investors, something like that? No. Brent says no. Rob says hell no. Yeah. Some people are saying, I'm not going to say any. I, I'm going to wait till I see what you what the next slide says to, to Bo, and then, and then maybe I'll give you an opinion. Anybody yeah. else have any ideas? Yeah, I have one there. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I have, I have a HR company. So whenever I hire a, a consultant, as soon as he's in his first payroll, I, I slip in a note to him. Well, we're always looking for... Uh, for consultants like you. So if you have anybody in your network, we will offer you $500 to you. So so we say that upfront. So it's okay. and it is and it is quite common practice. So it's it's okay. But would you do the same thing for your investors? Yeah, I what? I think okay. so. yeah. So maybe maybe I will do that upfront when I when I'm in in one of those cold calls. Uh, we also do that so they also know upfront rather than insulting at the end with lower dollar. All right. Okay. So, Dave, you guys, Dave, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Dave. So, the, the way I would see this is you just mentioned on the back of your business card, there was a qualifier there. It was the qualifier was for someone who sold you the house. So, yeah. So there needs to be a qualifier. I don't know what the dollar value would be if you chose to go the dollar route, but there needs to be a qualifier that that the investor actually invested with you. You need to start with that for sure. All right. 
Okay, thank you very much for your for your input, you guys, and your participation. Really appreciate it. I'm going to show you what one of my clients has done in the past that has worked very, very well for him. And it might be something you guys might want to look at as well. Okay, so this is Ron, Ron Getter. And Ron has had a lot of success with referrals from investor partners because he does it in a very classy way. Does it in a very classy way. So here's what I'm going to suggest. Ron doesn't necessarily do all of this, but he does a lot of it. I'm going to suggest that we always want to reward the action of somebody referring us, whether it turns into a deal or not. Now, I'm not saying go to cut everybody checks for 500 bucks or $1,000. No, that's what I'm not talking about. I'm talking about recognize the fact. So let me ask you guys this. Have you ever had the experience where you have referred somebody to some sort of a professional, you know, maybe it was a realtor, mortgage broker, financial planner, God knows, whatever, right? A roofer, house painter, something like that, right? You've referred somebody to a professional and you know that they did business together, but you never, ever heard about it, heard anything from the person that you referred to. Have you, has anybody else ever experienced that? Just a few of us. I think in some way or another, most of us have experienced that. Isn't that like the shittiest feeling, right? I mean, it really is. It, it, it just kind of makes you go, eh. Are you ever going to refer that person again? Probably probably not. Like if, if you had somebody else that you could refer, you would probably refer somebody else or just keep it zipped, right? So here's the thing. Let's say Kevin refers me to somebody, right? I get that warm introduction. Maybe I meet with the person, whatever it is. Here's what I'm going to suggest you do. I'm going to suggest we want to keep Kevin in the loop all the way through, right? Because Kevin's taking a big risk, a relationship risk with his friend by referring me to his friend. Does that make sense? Kevin knows me. He's happy with the, the job I'm doing with him, but he's he might be a little bit nervous about referring me because he really doesn't want to screw up the friendship he has with that other person. Does that make sense? So what I want to do is I want to make sure Kevin is comfortable. So, well, first of all, if we're there on the phone, he's going to know that I've set up a meeting with his friend. And what I'll say is, okay, Kevin, let's do this. I'm just, if you're okay with it, I'm just going to keep you in the loop with how things go. Does that be all right? What would you say to that, Kevin? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can just give me a thumbs up. That's all. Yeah, you'd be okay if I kept you in the loop with what's going on with the person? Oh, yes, 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 please. All right, very good. So then I go, let's say he referred me to Brent. So I go meet with Brent, and we have the presentation, and let's say it's just not a good fit for Brent right now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send Kevin either a quick little text message or a quick little email saying, hey, Kevin, thank you again so much for referring Brent to me. We had a great meeting. He's a hell of a guy. I really like him. We got along well. It's just right now, it's not a good fit for him. But thank you so much for referring him. I really do appreciate it. Does that make sense, you guys? I send that little email to Kevin. Chances are Kevin's going to feel good about it because I've recognized him. I've given him recognition. I've given him thanks. I've shown him appreciation. Have I cut him a check? No, but I just, common courtesy, right? Does that make sense? Okay. Now, is he going to feel more inclined to refer me to somebody else now? Probably. And then what we want to do 
take it to the next level, you guys. Takes five minutes. Write Kevin a nice little thank you note, physical note. Put it in an envelope. Put a stamp on it. Send it to Kevin. When was the last time any of us got a thank you note in the mail? This week. Nice. You're very. Who else got one this week? Very. You got. Holy cow! I got to shut up. <laughs> My examples aren't working. Most of us don't get that much kind of that those many things in the mail, right? It's not that common. So it really stands out. It really makes a good impression. So Kevin, how did you feel about getting that thank you note? Yeah, no, it was great. It was from a realtor. So it was a, a, a thank you note. Didn't expect it, but there it was. And was it actually hand, hand yeah, signed? Yeah, it was, it was handwritten. Good. Yeah. So that makes a bigger impact, right? Because you can do this stuff through send out cards and that sort of thing, which is okay, but it's not as good as actually handwriting it. Again, it just takes five minutes, you guys. So send them a thank you, thank you card. Now, let's say that Brent turns into an investor for me. All right. Same thing. I'm going to send Kevin an email. Kevin, thank you so much. Looks like Brent's good to go. He's very excited about working with me on a deal. So it looks like we're, we're going to start working together. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And I'm going to kind of keep you up to speed as we go along. Just kind of touch base every once in a while and let you know that things are progressing nicely. Okay. This is probably going to take a little while to get Brent set up and, and ready to go as an investor. So let's let's say Brent has actually done the deal with me. We're in the process of the deal. Now, here's where we're going to reward Kevin. Okay. And here's what I suggest, you guys. Hopefully, at this point, I know Kevin fairly well, and I kind of know what he's into. Like if he's a if he's a scotch drinker, hopefully I will know what his favorite kind of scotch is or whiskey or whatever the heck he's into. Or if he's not a drinker, hopefully I know that. So I don't, I don't screw up and buy him a bottle of booze if he's not a drinker, right? But I know what he's into. Perhaps he's really into coffee. So I go and I get an amazing gift basket, coffee gift basket, something like that. Something, something very, very nice, right? And then I go and I personally deliver this where, whenever possible. I would personally deliver this to Kevin, right? Knock on the door, Kevin. Brent came on board as an investor partner. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Here's a little token of my appreciation. Okay. I'm going to hand him the gift basket. He's going to be thrilled. And then if you really want to be stand out with this, here's what Ron did. Ron included an envelope with the thank you letter in the gift basket. Thank you note. And in it were 10 brand new crisp $100 bills in the envelope. Okay. Kevin opens up the envelope, goes, holy smokes, Dave, I, I wasn't expecting this. You, you don't have to give me this. I, I did it because I wanted to. Kevin, I appreciate that. I understand that. But this is how I grow my business. I really just want to show you my appreciation. And I tell you what, buddy, if you don't want the cash, that's fine. Why don't you donate it to your favorite charity? Would that be okay? This is just how I like to show my appreciation to my investor partners when they refer somebody who does business with me. Does that make sense, you guys? All right. Now, Kevin, now that gives Kevin an out. Now I can say, okay, thanks. Because in his mind, he can donate that money to charity. And that charity very well might be Kevin's beer fund. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. It's whatever he wants to do with it, right? It's, it's his money. So here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing. Here's what happened with Ron when he was, when he was telling this example. 
So let's pretend I'm Ron, Kevin's my current investor, and Kevin referred me to Brent. So I went over to Kevin, I gave him the gift basket, gave him the thousand bucks. He was very happy. And then I went home. And then over the next, I think it was over the next four or five weeks, Ron got three phone calls. Three phone calls from prospective investors reaching out to him. And here's the cool thing. Guess who referred all three of those prospective investors? Kevin. It wasn't Kevin. It wasn't, it, was the guy I, it wasn't the guy I gave the money to. It was Brent. Because as soon as I did that gift and stuff for Kevin, guess who he told? He told his buddy Brent, right? And then Brent went, hey, that's cool. And Brent <laughs> told his, some of his friends. And Ron got another investor out of that whole process. Is that a good... Is that a good Use of his time and his, his funds, very, very good, all right? So that's, a in my mind, that's a classier way of doing it. And here's the other thing. You know, Ron is not advertising this. Hey, $1,000 referral fee if you send me an investor. No, this is a word of mouth thing. That's what it is, all right? So he's not he's not saying, hey, you know, I gave Kevin a 1000 bucks for referring. Thanks so much for your referral, Kevin. No, he might have a picture of Kevin with the gift basket. He's not going to mention the money. And he'll show a nice smiling picture of Kevin. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.